is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two, with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. Conversation in hour number one began with Michigan State's stunning loss at home to James Madison. That was a good basketball team. My issue is how bad Michigan State was, one for 20 from three-point range and missing those free throws. I think the free throws will take care of themselves, but I'm not sure there are three-point shooters who can be consistent on that roster. John Beeline will join us later for his weekly segment presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We talk hoops. He'll give us thoughts on the importance of three-point shooters on the floor for every team at the college and pro level and even down to high school. We then got into the breaking news from this afternoon. Sports Illustrated released evidence showing that Big Ten schools colluded with each other against Michigan. And Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joined us about 30 minutes ago and confirmed the schools involved are Purdue, Rutgers, and Ohio State. You know, it's interesting. Reportedly, there were five schools who were the sources for, like, Pete Rat Famel from ESPN. And you get Jeff Brom, who left Purdue, who's at Louisville right now. Why aren't they looking at him? He was a head coach. Where are the notices of sportsmanship to the other schools? I hope Tony Petini is sending those out as we speak from his office in Chicago. I will tell you, this is the first evidence not sources, first evidence we've seen posted connected to anything involving Connor Stallions, Michigan, sign-stealing, or illegal scouting. This is evidence now, folks. That's where we're at. Facts. Evidence. Sports Illustrated. So you're the Big Ten. What do you do? You, you keep pushing to punish Harbaugh? Because 13 coaches didn't want him on the conference call because they wanted to speak freely. Or Matt Rule at Nebraska, oh yeah, our season. Uh, oh, uh, a school illegally scouted us. How do you know that, Matt Rule? How do you know that, Matt? Have you provided the facts while you're speaking after every loss in Lincoln? Are you delivering facts? Has the Big Ten delivered credible facts? Pete Thamel, 
Nicole Auerbach, NBC and their pregame garbage show hammering Michigan. Not talking about Santa Ono's letter of defense to the Big Ten. These same reporters that had these sources, which chances are are from Purdue, Rutgers, and Ohio State, identified as the collusion schools because they don't want to get busted. And guess what? Welcome to the club. If Harbaugh did something wrong, he'll pay the price, and rightfully so. But this collusion, to me, outweighs anything that Connor Stallions did. Anything. Oh, come on, Padilla. We're going to give you the same. Rutgers, Greg Schiano, Ryan Day. Yeah, we have no known information about an investigation. We did throw out our Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Should the Big Ten shut down their witch hunt on Harbaugh right now and look into the other schools that are allegedly involved? Two. For the Michigan State fans, are you concerned about Spartan basketball moving forward this year? You can answer those questions on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text shame. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Anthony Broom. We'll join us in a moment from the Wolverine.com, Kyle Austin, MLive.com, Spartan Basketball Insider. Is there a three-point shooter who can be consistent on that Spartan roster? Doug Skeen from the Wolverine.com. Skeen will talk about the stench of what we're witnessing. And Anthony Broom had one of the great tweets that I shared on Twitter. Then I posted a screenshot on Facebook that made me laugh out loud. And Anthony is part of that Wolverine.com team, and I think all three members that we've talked to, Clayton Safey, Chris, and Anthony, have all been objective, that if Harbaugh is connected or did anything wrong, he will pay a price, just like Connor Stallions. No one's debating that. But Anthony Broom tweeted out earlier, Superfly, you're going to love this. I think the only right and just solution is for the Big Ten to rule everyone ineligible for a conference title except Iowa. Because you get zero for a forfeit. (laughs) Or is it one? I don't know in football. I think it's a baseball you get one if there's a forfeit. Anthony Broom is standing by. Anthony, if there is a forfeit in football, you don't... What is the official score posted? Is it one nothing or is it three? Because there's no one outside of an extra point in football. That's a great question. It might yeah. just be one nothing. Yeah, I think I think that sounds right to me. Yeah, I know I've seen that before. That, so that might be all that Iowa's offense is capable of putting up anyway. I, I think the over under. Actually, I think the over under in that game would be zero point five. Ooh, <laughs> I'd still probably lean under. Oh my! Oh, don't fire Brian Ferentz. He does such a good job. On offense, all right, Anthony, uh, I know we've talked almost every day here over the last week, and it seems every couple of hours here is a new twisted turn in this story. Yeah, as the as the saga continues to turn. Um, it's kind of been quiet on the Michigan front today. I do think it's probably a calm before the storm in terms of 
a lot of people think tomorrow might be the day that the Big Ten decides to come out and either do something or not do something or take a step that it hasn't always, you know, that's never taken before in terms of essentially, let's, let's just call it this. If you're suspending a coach indefinitely, you are by proxy of the conference, basically firing a head coach, which is, that's wild to me to take that step. Um, again, when there's no, you know, it's come out so far that there's nothing from the NCAA investigation that is leaked, uh, that has linked to Jim Harbaugh to this. I don't know if the Big Ten has anything like that. I mean, it's, I don't think they do at this point, but the fact that, that the conference has kind of decided to play hardball on it, maybe, maybe they do have something that's not public yet. I don't know. I don't purport to, to know anything to that level. But, yeah, I mean, it feels like, again, there's, you're starting to see the drip, 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 uh, as Rich Eisen would call it, from the Michigan side of things in terms of, things they're investigating in terms of PIs, in terms of if other teams maybe had their signs, which it looks like they did. Uh, there's now, you know, alleged bit of a sign stealing ring between Ohio state Rutgers and Purdue last year. I don't know what will ultimately come out of that. I'm sure we'll learn more about that soon, but it's uh, I do think that, uh, you know, things are starting to gear up here for, a, you know, the fight, the fight is coming, and I think that everyone's kind of positioning everything right now, and we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, here in the Rutgers, Ohio State, Purdue, thinking about those three head coaches asking for hardball to leave so they could talk freely with the commissioner, calling for swift action on hardball is one of the sickest things I've ever heard, and it shows how fake – how dirty coaches and things are in college sports. It's sickening. And and the ADs supporting it and the Big Ten commissioner leading the mob mentality by sending Michigan a letter, I would hope with the evidence, which is the first evidence published that I've seen, connected to Connor Stallions or uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh, and Harbaugh's not connected to Stallions, but connected to this story, I would hope that the Big Ten now, in fairness and equity, uh, with this evidence, would send a letter within 48 hours. Uh, they would like a response from Ohio State, Purdue, and Rutgers on sportsmanship and collusion. You know, it kind of harkens back to, I think it was Dan Wetzel that put this quote back out yesterday from Jerry Tarkanian that said, I guarantee you, there's something on the lines of, I guarantee you, nine out of 10 teams are cheating. And the one that isn't, is in last place. So what's apparent to me is that, and we've always known this, everyone's got skeleton. Uh, everyone, everyone lives in a glass house. Uh, so you have to be careful about the stones you hurl at those glass houses. And again, um, all of this does, I, I've said this several times and I cannot be more clear when I say this, Michigan and Jim Harbaugh are going to be punished for this. They are going to eat and I some agree. Sort of punishment for this. Um, but you know, the stuff with, you know, now, you know, what it, it, it turns into a conversation of, you know, if we're going to have the conversation about, you know, competitive advantage, well, now you have a network of staffers or coaches with other teams potentially colluding to decipher and, and disseminate Michigan signs. And to me, that's a little different than, again, I'm not saying what stallion did was, I mean, I, he's, I think it's reckless. It was dumb. It was unnecessary because I think the talent's been good enough to still win the way that Michigan has. 
Um, but also, you know, we're talking about a ring of Big Ten coaches compared to, um, I think of the ESPN, uh, there was a story from ESPN that came out a few weeks ago um, with a guy that was allegedly hired by Stallions who went and scouted the Penn State UMass game and basically left at halftime because it was cold and he was bored. So what's the difference in expertise and in, in scouting and competitive advantage there? And that's, again, I think a lot of it is, yeah, Michigan slinging the mud and trying to you know play for its due process here. But there are a lot of hypocritical people in this conference, both on the sideline of other schools, in athletic departments, and certainly at the top in the Big Ten offices there in Chicago. So this is going to get messy, and I think that uh, that Michigan's going to Michigan is ready to go to court over this if they have to. Oh, I, I believe with the latest SI story that is out there with the facts, with the schools listed now, with Rutgers, Purdue, Ohio State and Rutgers feeding Purdue, uh, the cheat sheets, uh, there's no way he can continue going after Michigan. Tony Petiti will be uh, forced out. Uh, the rest of the school presidents uh, won't support this. ADs and the coaches don't decide who the Big Ten commissioner is. Uh, he, he needs a president's call right now on what they should do. And again, that could be happening, but it's out there. It's being reported what is going on. And you have other schools where now, if we want to start to play the game of what really is more important, hmm, uh, a, a camera, an iPhone camera on the sidelines, or two schools like Rutgers and Ohio State feeding Purdue uh, signs and cheat sheets for the Big Ten title game or who knows what other games. You tell me. You know, th- this is where we're at right now. And Tony Petiti uh, has emerged as the worst conference commissioner ever in the history of intercollegiate athletics. Well, it, it goes, again, it, it goes beyond just Michigan. I mean, you, there's all this talk, oh, well, maybe they're, Michigan has a lack of institutional control. What about a lack of conference control? I mean, you've got all of these schools – kind of it feels like forming cliques and, you know, ganging up on other schools, you know, on a, on a coach's call. And it's just, um, you know, at some point someone needs to, uh, everyone needs to sit down, take a step back, take a deep breath and probably look in the mirror a little bit too. I mean, just, just because uh, a lot, I think a lot of decisions, a lot of reactions are being made emotionally right now. And I'll say that from the Michigan side too. Um, now, again, whatever you dig up on Ohio State now, if people are you know, hiring their own PIs or whatever, that's an emotional response to this. And that's, it's, it's a bit of a lash out. But, you know, if these schools are going to play in the mud and, and go after Michigan, then um, it's actually kind of uh, maybe refreshing is not the word, but we've never really seen Michigan mount a response like this. So it is, uh, these are interesting times indeed. Uh, it comes against the backdrop of maybe the – you know, arguably maybe the best team that Michigan's had in at least, you know, 25, 26 years. So it's, it's crazy right now and it's exhausting and it's, it just, it's something different every single day. Well, I'm looking at John U. Bacon. He wrote the big tens. Tony Petiti was informed today that the two programs, which fed Purdue Michigan signals before the 2022 big 10 title game were Rutgers and, OSU, Ohio State. Not clear if rules broken doesn't directly affect U of M situation, but raises 
question relative to competitive advantage. Uh, also, for what it's worth, since some have asked, the person informing Tony Petiti was not a University of Michigan employee, but an independent higher up in college football who felt Petiti should be ready to respond. A lot to absorb there, right? I mean, it, it's, I don't, this is where I don't, I don't envy Tony Petiti, right? Because you're a guy, you're what, seven, eight months into the job, and you're looking to kind of plant your flag, or this is something that could set a tone for what, you know, um, my regime looks like. Uh, you know, it's not, I won't even, you know, it's not conference expansion. The wheels were in motion on that long before he was there. So, I mean, if you're Tony Petiti, you, things could get real rocky here if you don't let this thing play out. Uh, because I do think that Michigan, you know, if they take this to the courts, they're going to ultimately wind up having a strong legal defense for why the Big Ten can't just unilaterally act and pass down a, you know, a punishment that is, is kind of unheard of. I mean, it, within that sportsmanship policy, uh, it, it typically includes a one to game, a one to two game suspension. I believe a ten thousand dollars fine. Now they can exceed that if they have the support of, I believe, select you know conference athletic directors, school presidents. But there's a process to that too. So the fact that this is all just kind of boiling over um, all at once is, I think, part of part of the reason that I'm still shocked by it is because we're still this is still also fresh and so, there is new stuff that comes out every single day. So. Um, I don't know. Like I, I just, I, if if it was happening to someone else at their school, I think they'd want things to slow down, and for there to be due process in the situation too. I don't think that's a lot to ask for. It's what anyone would ask for. And you know, regardless of how the Big Ten has handled other situations in the past at other schools, that's not that has nothing to do with Michigan now, and it has nothing to do with Tony Petiti right now. So we'll see where it goes, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been unique, it's been interesting, and it has been exhausting. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us latest on the Michigan situation. Now it has been reported that Rutgers and Ohio State fed Purdue, allegedly fed Purdue, uh Michigan's cheat sheet, uh which by the way, that leads you to the question that if Ohio State had Michigan signals, how'd they get them? Same thing with Rutgers. Uh, did they use them the week before? Because if they did, it didn't really work uh, in Columbus. Uh, so many questions here. If I'm Tony Petiti and I want to save my career with the Big Ten, uh, I announce today, not wait until tomorrow, I announce with the new information coming out with allegations involving possible sign-stealing collusion, the Big Ten is going to investigate uh, the sportsmanship beyond Michigan and inside the Big Ten and will not uh, act until the investigation is complete. That's it. That's what they should do, in my mind, right now. Yeah. And, and again, I don't think that's a whole lot to ask for. No. Um, and, and, it's, and it's worth mentioning, too, you know, as it pertains to coaches you know, sharing other information. Coaches call each other all the time. Uh, that's That's not... That's not unheard of at all. Um, they share stuff with each other. Uh, that's, you know, you, you work with guys at other schools, you branch out, you wind up other places, and guys will call each other and do, do you know, do their guys a favor now and then. But I don't know how you can't argue that if there was, let's just say it was a running spreadsheet or a Google Doc 
that multiple coaches had access to that kind of got passed on to the next guy, like a note in a middle school. You're breaking the sportsmanship rule, the same rule he's trying to hold Michigan and Harbaugh uh, to the fire on. You're breaking the sportsmanship rule. Purdue, Rutgers, Ohio State. So if if you're following this path, tomorrow is deadline day, then today announce you're sending out a sportsmanship letter to those three schools. Take everybody down. Take your whole conference down, Tony Petiti. Again, you are the worst bum ever to run a conference. The opinions of Bill Simonson does not reflect Anthony Broom or anybody at TheWolverine.com. <laughs> we joined that interview already in progress. So there you go. Right, I'm going to get a letter here on the sportsmanship policy. Oh, yeah, uh, sportsmanship. Yeah, that's great. And why? how about Ryan Walters? How about... Again, he wasn't the coach last year with Brom, who went to Louisville. But how about Day and Shiano being on a conference call just a week ago, less than a week ago, asking that hardball not be on it so they could talk freely? And then less than a week later, they're busted as colluding against Harbaugh in Michigan. Can you believe the hypocrites that live in the midst of Big Ten football? I'll just say this. Uh, that's... If that's how it played out and all this is true, oh. that is some of the softest stuff I've ever heard. Yeah, and I know you want to use like another a, word, and I want to use the other word uh, as yeah, well. It, it's crazy. We don't, want, we don't want to violate that sportsmanship policy. No, no. We have a huge show, sportsmanship policy, which states uh, there are no boundaries, and that's how it works. Uh, Anthony Broom <laughs> from the Wolverine.com, uh, you know, bookmark the Wolverine.com. Uh, sign up. I think you can do it for a buck. Uh, there's so much, and there's more coming, as Chris Ballas told us uh, earlier. Doug Skeen, who's part of the Michigan Football Podcast, in about 40 minutes, five-time Big Ten uh, champion, uh, will join us. Uh, Anthony, good stuff, man. You guys are really uh, delivering the goods here on this story at thewolverine.com, and we'll stay in touch because chances are within 30 minutes we'll get new news. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Anthony Broom joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. You can join in on our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day. Should the Big Ten pause going after Harbaugh and looking to Purdue, Rutgers, and Ohio State in these new allegations? You can answer that. And also the Michigan State fan, what concerns you the most about the loss last night at home to James Madison. Were they 73-0 and in November at the Breslin? I think since the building opened. That might, or 72-0, and some number like that. Our huge question of the day is presented by Coppercraft Distillery, Honolulu Blue, Blue Raspberry Lemonade, Vodka. It's a great drink when you're celebrating, tailgating, watching the Lions. Get it at your local pub, bar, restaurant, or store here in Michigan. So you can join in 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook here in about an hour, John Beeline, our weekly hoops conversation presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. 
bonus points with M Perks at Meyer for just one more way to save this holiday season. Shop groceries, apparel, gifts, and more, and earn points on it all. And right now, earn two times the points for every dollar you spend on select Meyer brand food. Earn points every time you shop, and redeem them anytime you want. Make Meyer your one-stop shop for everything you need this holiday season. And with M Perks, you'll save even more. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's a Black Friday free fall every week in November. Each week, nab the best deal around with drawings from 3 to 11 p.m. Every hour, four lucky players will win up to $1,000 premium play. Don't miss a moment of the excitement. It's Black Friday free fall only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Hey, by the way, two big games Saturday, especially Michigan and Penn State, believe it or not, noon. And can Michigan State pull the shocker and beat Ohio State Saturday night? I wonder if Ryan Day called Franklin and said, you know what? I helped Purdue out last year during the Big Ten title game. I got some signs. The hatred by Ohio State for Michigan is beyond real. Superfly said Ohio State 72, Michigan State 7. Had a boy on that bandwagon off of it. He thought James Madison was a college team named after cupcakes. Company that makes like snacks. I told him that was Dolly Madison. A little old school. I cannot believe you're predicting 72-7, Ohio State. Come on. 
KyleAustinMLive.com, Spartan, Big Ten basketball insider. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. And Kyle, I did not expect what I witnessed last night. I don't think anybody expected mm. it. Um, you know, I, we spent all offseason talking about top five, they're back. Um, you know, they got so much experience. And, yeah, came out came out with a total dud. I mean, of their four really, you know, kind of talented, experienced upperclassmen, um, only one of them, Tyson Walker, uh, really showed up. Um, I, I thought Jaden Akins, uh, A.J. Hogard, and Malik Hall were all pretty disappointing. Um, in, in their first game back. And, you know, they just didn't have enough. And uh, James Madison, I thought, showed up like a team expecting to win. Um, and I just outplayed them down the stretch. Um, you know, nothing fluky about it. They just made more plays every time I looked like Michigan State was going to pull away. James Madison um, made the plays. And, um, I mean, the good news is I don't think Michigan State's going to shoot one for 20 again from three um, the rest of the year, but still a, still a pretty shocking result there. Kyle Austin, MLive.com, Spartan, Big Ten basketball insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Yeah, one for 20, the missed free throws. I, I think the free throws can get corrected, but, you know, you saw the loss of Hauser and how he could pick this team up at times last year uh, with the three ball. And I do wonder, uh, who are the consistent three-point shooters? Because, yeah, loss is a loss. It's a long season. You got the Big Ten. You got... Uh, Big Ten tournament, NCAA tournament. I'm not worried about that, but from a pure basketball standpoint, who are going to be the go-to three-point shooters for Izzo? It's a good question because yeah, I do think they're. It looks like they're taking a step back in that uh, department. Um, I think Jay Nakins is, is going to be a good shooter for them. He was a good shooter once he got healthy last year. I, I think he just had he had a bad night. I think he'll bounce back from that, but. Um, A.J. Hogard, um, not really a big shooting threat. Um, Malik Hall really hasn't been a consistent shooting threat. Um, and really anybody else. I mean, Cohen Carr's a great dunker. He's not a shooter. Um, Jeremy Fears, um, great point guard skill. He's not really a shooter. So fewer shooters than they've had, and that creates some issues. You know, I, I think there are times they had spacing issues last night because they didn't. James Madison didn't really have to play out on a lot of these guys. So um, you mentioned Joey Hauser. I think losing him is going to be bigger than most people think, just because having that forty-five percent shooter at the four spot just kind of does wonders for your offense as far as spacing and getting other guys room to operate. So it's going to be an adjustment. I think if Malik Hall can turn things around um, from how he played last night, that'll be really big for them. But um, it was definitely an issue last night. Yeah, because I looked at Hall, you know, Hoggard still can take it to the rag, but when you're not hitting the three ball, and and, and I think some teams are going to pack it in against them, you'll see a lot of zone from opposing basketball coaches and not allow Walker and Hoggard or even Akins to take it to the bucket. I, the lack of a pure three-point shooter to me uh, is a legitimate question that we'll see. It still can be answered. Someone can step up, but... You know, I, I think every college team needs that guy, whether he's in the starting five or first off the bench, who has the ability to go three of five from three-point range in 12 minutes. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I, I think I think they can get Tyson Walker um, some more good looks. Um, and Malik Hall, he's done it at times. He's never been really a knockdown guy, but he was about 40% two years ago before he got hurt. So, 
And again, I mean, that was going to be an uncharacteristically bad one. But, you know, this team's going to have to make adjustments. It is not the same team as last year. They bring back um, they bring back the core, but um, I do think things are going to be different. Um, and I, I think they're going to be cycling in more guys, and I think they're going to have to get out in the fast break a little bit. And, you know, one thing I'd want to see is, I didn't think A.J. Hogard really put the ball on the floor like he can and drive to the basket and make things happen. Um, Because I think he can really do that. I think he's experienced now. Um, uh, He's strong. He can kind of bully his way into there. So if you're not shooting well, those are the type of things um, that they need to make happen, and they did. But, you know, they also did a good job getting to the free throw line. Uh, which is what you're supposed to do when you're not hitting shots. But uh, step two of that process is making the free throws. That, uh, they did a poor job of that, obviously, last night. And you mentioned running guys in too much or or, or the run more in. I, I think you got to find a rotation, but I know you got to keep a lot of guys happy with minutes, and I know you like fresh bodies, but there needs to be some bonding runs that you need to find a consistent rotation that – Everybody understands her role, and I know it's only game one, and Izzo and his staff are very smart, but I, I know it was James Madison, and you're thinking you're going to get out of there, you're a 17-point favorite, but uh, it never seemed like there was a good flow at all from the Michigan State side. Maybe, maybe one little run in there uh, towards the start of the second half, but beyond that, it, it seemed like, oh, er, you know, here's the buzzer, here's new guys, here's new guys coming in. It, it, there is nothing consistent or flowing about it. I, I think that's probably the biggest question with this team to me, and it's going to be the biggest challenge that Tom Izzo faces is how does he how does he do all that? How does he make all this work together? How does he get the best teams on the floor? How does he get everybody the minutes that they need to get? Um, you got combinations. We just talked about. I mean, they got groups out there that are an issue because they don't have enough shooters. So how do you you have all the shooting you need on the floor? You know, worrying about all the matchups. You know, it's going to be a puzzle that he's got to solve every game. I mean, last year um, they didn't have the depth, and that was an issue. But in some ways, it was simpler because you just had a smaller group, and, and you knew who was going to be out there. It was all kind of based on fatigue. Now you got a ton of different things and. You know, one game goes wrong, and all of a sudden, everyone wants him to blow it all up and play more freshmen and play less this guy and play more that guy. And it's, it's going to be a season-long thing, um, and it's going to keep changing. And whether or not he can get it right, I think, is going to be one of the key key questions for how successful his team is. Kyle com, Michigan State, Big Ten basketball insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. My man, appreciate your thoughts. All right. Thanks, Mel. Appreciate you. All right, Kyle Austin joining us on this Tuesday broadcast. We're about 25 minutes away from Doug Skeen. He is a co-host with Chris Ballas on the Wolverine.com weekly Michigan football podcast. Where does he stand on the latest news from today where Sports Illustrated reported that signal and cheat sheets were given to Purdue prior to the Big Ten championship game by Rutgers and Ohio State. Yet all we hear about is sportsmanship policy, not a full-fledged investigation that the Big Ten sent notice to Michigan about Harbaugh and the Wolverines violating a sportsmanship policy, but colluding, <laughs> colluding against a fellow conference school goes well beyond sportsmanship. It's diabolical. Oh, the Connor Stallions is Lucifer. 
There is no way the Big Ten can do anything right now. No way. They can't. They can't go single out Harbaugh with all these stories out here. And these are facts, by the way, with actual cheat sheets being supplied to Michigan, who I assume in their response to the Big Ten or however that process works is showing them. So you're the Big Ten. You're Tony Petiti. What are you doing? Hey, Tony Petiti, what are you doing? Hey. You shut it down. That's what you do. Let's go to Carl in Grand Haven listening on 96-1 The Game out of Grand Rapids on Michigan's West Coast. You're on the huge show. Hey, huge. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. How you doing? I uh, just want to... Good. How are you doing? Doing good. Good. Just wanted to make a comment on uh, all the allegations Um the two things that I, I wanted to point out that I find so interesting about this whole situation is the slanted reporting and the optics that I feel like both of those things have led to this mob mentality of trying to get Petiti to suspend Harbaugh indefinitely. And it just seems like there's so much defamation and lies and corruption and collusion Maybe it could be tied back to TV contracts. I find it very interesting that ESPN, the folks at ESPN are the ones that are uh, with uh, Pete Thamel, Paul Feinbaum, Stephen A. Feinbaum nearly changed or did change his opinion on the spot. It seemed like where he, you know, came out and first said, this is uh, no big deal. And then comes out a few days later saying he makes the biggest mistake of his career. Makes you wonder the TV contract he works with, or that he that he works with, is ESPN. Uh, maybe it didn't appeal to his listeners uh, and to his employer, uh, but it's kind of turned into this like Fox News, CNN, based on who says what. And I find it really interesting that College Game Day could be at the game uh, in 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 Ann Arbor. Um, to see how the, uh, the fans receive college game day should be interesting. But Jim Harbaugh is a guy that I follow so closely for the last seven years, and he seems like a guy who's so black and white where he'd get on a plane and read the, the Big Ten rule book, and I think the optics look horrible when it, when it comes to sign stealing and you're seeing these videos on the sideline. But I think the, the thing that you know, people forget in this is that sign stealing is legal. It's how you acquire those signs that that's the investigation. And if there's collusion with Purdue and Rutgers and Ohio, that to me feels way worse Amen. Uh, when it comes when it comes to everything that's going on. No, I, I think it, it collusion. You know, because as much as people want to, again, Connor, Connor Stallions, and thank you, Carl, for listening. In Grand Haven on Michigan's beautiful West Coast on 96-1, the game out of Grand Rapids. You can hear in Grand Haven and also Muskegon, even down to Kalamazoo. That the collusion seems so much dirtier than a guy standing in the stands with an iPhone videotaping sidelines. Because you can't, okay, I'll just, and again, it's against the rules and, and Connor Stallions has resigned and will Probably get a show cause something when it's all said and done for the NCAA. But your intent, if you're Connor Stallions, is just to help Michigan win games. Your intent with Ohio State and Rutgers helping Purdue is you want Michigan. Your Ohio State at the time 
You're not sure if you're going to get into the college football playoffs, so you're helping Purdue, hoping they beat Michigan, which may give you a chance, which ironically they got in anyways. That is at a whole nother level, way above Mr. Magic Connor Stallions. You want to join in? You can answer our huge question of the day presented by Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Should the Big Ten add the other schools to their sportsmanship ban or just stop everything right now until investigations are complete? And also as a Michigan State fan, where are you at on Spartan basketball after that loss last night? You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. 
Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Don't forget this weekend, Michigan-Penn State at noon. Michigan State-Ohio State, the night game. Lions and the Chargers Sunday at 425. You can watch all the games on all the TVs at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills in Michigan. You'll find a location for brands in Bay City, Caledonia, Holland, Granville, downtown Grand Rapids, Cascade, and 44th and Division in Wyoming. For the brands close to you, go to brands.com. 24-7, everything you need with the show is free at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. 